You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Getting to know you. I'm allergic to shellfish. Getting to know all about you. I do a good prawn pasta. <laughs> Won't be coming over for dinner. Jason Lauren's Speed Mating. Yeah, we should have went with speed, mate. All right, so... <laughs> speed mating does sound slightly animalistic. Yeah, it's a bit clickbaity. Sorry, guys, it's not going to be what you expect. Uh, so last week we locked ourselves in a room because uh, mm-hmm. we thought, look, we're just getting to know each other, day one of a new show. Well, it's been an interesting process. We uh, didn't know each other before I agreed to... Well, we'd met and then yep. I agreed to take this job. Um, and with border restrictions and everything else. It hasn't been that easy for you and I to spend a whole heap of time together. Yeah, I was promised big nights out. (coughs) All I've had is like two Zoom meetings. (laughs) Sorry to disappoint. (laughs) Although I've had some pretty fun Zoom parties in lockdown. Oh, God, that's that's an app. I I don't want to have one anymore, but I have. So we locked ourselves in a room last week and Mm -hmm. we agreed that we're not going to come out until we each answer 100 questions. About absolutely anything. You got it, like this. You live near the Hemsworths, or Chris, and is it Elsa? Elsa. When you go round, will you bring a plate? Do you take things around when there's a dinner party? And what do you take to someone's house like that? (laughs) They're just normal people. But no, I wouldn't take a plate. I would take some wine. I mean, what do you take to your mate's house to a barbecue? How much would you spend on the wine? And would it be more than what you'd spend on wine if you came to visit me? I would take exactly the same value of wine to the Hemsworths as I would take to the Hawkins. Bullshit! (laughs) Bullshit! You reckon? Oh, 100%. Nah. Oh, please. Nah. The, the wine at Chris's house would be in a nice bottle. Mine would be in a box that you'd bring over here, don't you? A whole box re- of wine because I know how you roll on a weeknight. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> As you can see, we got to know each other. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's a bit of light and shade to this and I thought it would just be a good way of, yeah, getting to know each other and, you know, the things we've been through. And um, something heavy uh, came up. I think this was in, like, the first ten questions. Are you happy? Very happy. I wasn't happy for a long time, but um, I have come out of the other side of a pretty yeah, like, are you in a place now where you... terrible period, to be perfectly honest, yeah. Why was it a terrible period? I thought I was happy and I went through a really hard time. My marriage broke down. I lost a really close girlfriend. One of my best friends had a little girl pass away. I had this really... It just all happened at ...horrendous period where I spent a lot of time trying to care for other people as well and just completely let myself go. And I had almost... Like, what I would say was borderline a nervous breakdown. Yeah, right. I had Bell's palsy. I had full paralysis down the right side of my face. I woke up in the morning and had a coffee and it dribbled out of the side of my face, out of my mouth, and I was like, what? And I went and looked in the mirror and I tried to smile and the whole side of my face was paralysed. And they put it down to severe stress. So was that the turning point where you were like, okay, I'm going to start worrying... Yeah, I'm going to yeah. start worrying about myself? And yeah. what do you think was the biggest change you made? I think self-care. I was seeing not a psychologist but, like, a counsellor who would just sit there and talk like this and she would talk about something and I'd be like, no, I'm fine with that. And she'd be like, well, why are you shaking your foot? Do you still speak to your ex who you were married to? No. Did that end badly? It didn't end well. It's not, when you're an adult, it's not a hard exit, like, that's the end. It was a really slow, drawn-out breakdown process. Like, I was married. I wasn't there... How long for? 
we were together for seven years and we, we were married for... It fell apart very quickly. Yeah, right. But we were still married and I committed to trying to look after each other. So I thought. How long after being married did it start falling apart? Well, we, we were under this enormous cloud for a while because we had decided to buy a house, renovate a house, start a new business and get married at the same time. So there was this whole extensive kind of pressure bubble that we'd put ourselves in. There was a, a myriad of other issues playing along with that that made my marriage break down very, very quickly. But I was determined to try everything I possibly could and that meant sacrificing my own health, I think, in the yeah, end, right. which is why I almost had a nervous breakdown. I wanted to be able to get to a point where I knew that I would never question myself in saying, did I try hard enough? Should I have done something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could I have done more? Could I have done more to help? I'm, I'm very confident that I'm in a position where I can hold my head high from that relationship. It wasn't great, but I can be proud of the way that I handled it. Day one. Yeah, I was about to... Well, can I just say, because um, doing breakfast radio, you have to be extremely open. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's how people get to know you. Day one, for you to come out and talk about that or, you know... And we said, hey, are you okay with us playing, you know, the audio? And you're like, yep. Um, that's ballsy. Yeah. I hadn't heard any of that back, to be honest. It was a conversation um, that we had on that yeah. day. And I, I knew I wasn't going to say too much on that day that I wasn't really comfortable with people hearing, but... Um, I think saying it is one thing, but hearing that stuff back yeah. is hugely confronting, which I think is actually a lesson for everyone to how important it is to say things out loud when you're having a tough time because it took me a really long time to talk about that stuff. How do you feel now hearing it back? Um, oh, I mean, it's that, that uh, you often don't record yourself <laughs> saying that <laughs> stuff and listening to it back. But, um, look, I, it, people go through ups and downs and I had a really tough sort of 18 months that took a lot of support from a lot of people around me to get through. Um, And I know that that'll be hurtful for them listening to that too. And um, I'm just so grateful that I've come out of the other side. I'm in a really great place in my life, surrounded by amazing people. I'm really grateful to be given this opportunity um, because at the same time I lost my job, Kids WB ended. I didn't know where I was going to end up. Um, and having said that, this is not a poor oh, me story at all. I've got. I want to cry on the first day, <laughs> Jesus. No, and I never felt like I was in. I, I never felt sorry for myself, or I never felt like I was in a worse position. There were far worse things happening around me. Um, but, but it's I, your world. At that point, everything's falling to shit. It's in your world. Yeah, that's, that's and what. that and that's the thing. And I think even with what people in Melbourne are going through at the moment with COVID and businesses, and and people don't want to not feel sorry for themselves, but deal with what's directly in front of them because everyone thinks that everyone has a worse story than yeah. them. But whatever's happening to you is just really relative um, and everyone's worst day of their life is their worst day. Yeah. And well it's the worst experience that you know. So, um, yeah, I think for me I, I'm so grateful to be where I am. I'm starting this amazing job. I've got a great partner. I've got a really healthy, wonderful, beautiful family, really supportive friends and I'm – I feel like actually getting this job has been the final little cherry on top of me coming out of the other side. I'm very lucky I get to be a part of that. And kudos to you because that would have taken a lot of courage to tackle that day. Oh, you know what? I'm going to make you happy. I'll I'll play something (laughs) else which will brighten your day. This was something else that came up. Oh, no. Have you ever done a poo in Chris Hemsworth's house? (laughs) 
I'm going to say no. Told ya, I light. can't even remember you asking me that. Light and shade, baby. The Jason Lauren Podcast.